The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, what is the best path forward for organisations who lean heavily into social media in this Musk-led Twitter sphere? Given the ever-evolving media landscape, coming up with a strategic plan on how to manage your online output is not easy, and getting it wrong could not only cause you to be cancelled by unforgiving followers, it could very well get you fired. So ex- how exactly should you proceed? I'm joined by Damien McCarthy of HR Buddy. Damien, good morning. Morning, Pat. Um, first of all, uh, th- there's, uh, I suppose, a difference between what people do in work and for work. Yes. Two different things. Yes, they are, um, but can also this day and age get mixed up quite yeah. easily. And I suppose the lines have become more blurred, in particular in recent years now, because uh, there is more co- communication between us in every walk of life, not just the workplace, uh, through social media platforms uh, and so on. But workers have a right to privacy and to a private life and so on. Um, I suppose it's where the line may be crossed uh, for organisations. That's what they need to concentrate on. Mm-hmm. The reputation being damaged online and so on, in particular by employees and having policies in place if that yeah. happens to be able to deal with it. Now, obviously, uh, enterprises may have their own social media accounts. I mean, they may have a Twitter account in which they put out their press releases or whatever, and any one of these social media platforms. And that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But then you'll have employees uh, who are doing their own thing. Uh, Yes, exactly. And uh, again, to go back to the communication that's happening every day, I mean, even if you take platforms like WhatsApp, the amount of uh, work communication that's going on, perhaps, you know, that's, you know, the employer is blindsided, but it is happening. Uh, Work colleagues are communicating to each other over WhatsApp messages and so on. We would do it all the time. Yes. Okay. So the employer is liable if something goes wrong there. You may say that's private, that's between two work colleagues, it's a casual thing, but if something goes wrong, it goes back to the employer, and the employer will actually be held responsible legally uh, with regard to that, because it's happening because of the employment relationship. Yeah, but if I'm talking to someone on WhatsApp, it's encrypted at both ends, we're assured, every time you open up a blank page on WhatsApp, you're told that, Um, and yet it's a really convenient way to get messages across to, uh, you know, if I want to share a video that we're going to maybe use a bit of audio from in the programme, we can do it so easily on WhatsApp. Yes, it's extremely convenient and workplaces are using WhatsApp, even officially. Uh, So too are clubs and societies and so on, even though there may be concerns. But if you look at things like the right to disconnect, Pat, um, if you're off on a day's annual leave and, you know, workplace colleagues are sending across WhatsApp messages, your right to disconnect is being impacted upon. Even though it Uh, might be something amusing. Yeah, yes, exactly. But um, the things that are work related as well. And remember, you know, that WhatsApp communication is happening because of your employment status. So the employment, uh, the employer is negligent if something goes wrong there. And, you know, if something uh, distasteful happens in that communication, where will you go? You will go to the employer. Yeah. Now, normally policies are, if you come across them in companies, are quite straightforward. You are not permitted to print, to put anything negative online and on any platform about us because you work for us and we pay you. Therefore, you have to keep stum. Yeah. Um, in an awful lot of cases, their uh, social, uh, social media policies inside the workplace are generic. OK, now legally, they, they may be quite strong. Um, what do you need in a social media policy? You need to go through the ins and outs of, you know, who, why, where, how, when. 
Okay, um, that's much more complex and complicated this day and age in comparison uh, to what it was, you know, four or five years ago pre-pandemic. Okay, so social media policies in the workplace need to be constantly updated. And I mean, even last year, uh, a big uh, organisation like the BBC were caught out in that with with the Gary Lineker saga. Okay, where they had to come out afterwards, apologise and say yeah, that you know this is a grey area. We're not we're not actually up to date on yeah, this. We didn't have a policy that uh, would have prevented Gary Lineker from expressing an, a political opinion. Exactly. Because, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But that is the issue, maybe. That where does Gary Lineker, the person? end and the BBC persona begin. In other words, if Gary Lineker says something mm-hmm. on his private uh, or other personal accounts, is it deemed by the general public that this is the BBC speaking? Well, what the BBC need in that instance is a policy that's strong enough. And OK, I would admit that, uh, you know, when you're getting into the whole area of uh, social media and communication side in workplaces, it is a bit like how long is a piece of string and you're never really going to get to the end of it. But the point I would make is that a generic policy inside in workplaces isn't going to stand up and be strong enough. OK, the big reason for that is if something inappropriate happens and to a certain extent, you know, Gary Lineker was popular. Okay, the public were on his side. So it didn't matter too much in the end. But let's say someone who wasn't as popular put something more divisive up on their yeah. private Twitter account. Well, then the BBC would have been in really big trouble no. because they wouldn't have been able to deal Now, Gary with Lineker uh, was vindicated in the sense that he wasn't doing current affairs. He, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. If he put something up about a sporting figure uh, that was uh, hostile or unfair or libelous or defamatory, the BBC might well have said, look, Gary, when you're talking sport, you you know, you may think it's personal, but you are the face of BBC football. Uh, yeah, so therefore, you know, we can take a particular view of that. And to a certain extent, the employer has to spell this out inside their social media policies. They need to have different policies and different rules for managers and for junior staff and so on. And there's been other cases where, you know, inappropriate communication has happened between, you know, a manager down to junior staff and so on as well. Um, the other big reason why uh, organisations have to get their social media policies in order and keep them up to date is that, you know, if there is a perpetrator who does something wrong, whether it's through an official uh, communication channel or uh, privately outside of working hours and so on, you need to be able to deal with it. Because yeah. actually in certain circumstances where there are perpetrators, social media po- policies aren't good enough or strong enough. The perpetrator remains in the workplace and the good people walk because they can see now my employer can't protect me from this type of thing. So this is about protection and prevention yeah. of employees from things like bullying, harassment, discrimination and so on in workplace yeah. communications between colleagues as well. Now, th- that separation between what bit of you the company owns and what bit they don't own, that is yours and yours alone, if you put post something on Twitter, for example, about uh, something that... Uh, might be deemed to have come from the company, even though it's on your own personal uh, Twitter handle and so on, but that the company might uh, project a different view of the world than the view that's expressed in the tweet. What then? Okay, well, um, again, this needs to be outlined inside in your social media policy so that you can deal with it. So let's just take an example whereby uh, an employee on their private, you know, uh, Twitter or Facebook account, uh, post something that uh, may be deemed racist or, you know, right-wing or something like yeah. that. Okay, Now, that's a private view. You could say it's their private account. Maybe you could even say they're entitled to do so. You might not agree with their opinion, but that they're entitled to do so, and that has nothing to do with their, uh, the employer. But the employer's reputation is being damaged. 
you know, and employers have taken successful cases in dismissing people who have done these kind of kinds of acts. And the reason that they have been able to successfully uh, dismiss them from their organisation is because they done rep reputational damage to their organisation because mm. they were an employee and because they had a policy that was strong enough to do so. Yeah, I'm just wondering, say, if you take something uh, less strident than some of the things we've been talking about, say, uh, an employee who is known to work for a a confectionery manufacturer comes out in favour of a sweet tax, a sugar tax. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, okay. Um, Do you know what I mean? That, that the employer says, hang on a second, our chief executive has gone online saying he favours a sugar tax because sugar destroys your teeth. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know? And again, there may be repu reputational damage because yeah. of that. It's not as serious as some of the examples that I've given, but there is reputational damage. Yeah. So how does a company then, any organisation, big or small, go about formulating a social media policy? Um, okay, so uh, look, there, again, there are a lot of generic templates outside there. So okay. start there. Uh, yeah, but look, you need uh, legal advice, you need to speak with a HR consultancy, make sure that one is in place. There's actually a very quick exercise that anyone who's responsible for this type of thing inside in the workplace can do. Uh, they can go into their so social media policy and, you know, do a word check on some of the communication channels that you're using. Yeah. So like, if you know WhatsApp is being used, put, put what, WhatsApp in as a word check. If it doesn't come up, you're weak. You know, you're yeah. absolutely wide open. And I think that's the problem with an awful lot. Like, an awful lot of workplaces don't even have social media uh, policies, Pat. You know, so number one piece of advice is make sure you have one. But number two, make sure it fits. And also then number three, communicate it to your staff. Because, again, this is about protection and prevention uh, of things going wrong as well and protecting your employees, which is a responsibility of the employer. Damien McCarthy of HR Buddy, uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.